What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Kyle Beats Podcast. We're here. We're doing it. So I've kind of figured out how I want to treat this podcast moving forward. Um, not treat, but like what I want to do. I realized because I was putting out videos with the audio podcast, uh, it was kind of slowing down the process to the point where maybe I was uploading podcasts every other week because it took so long to get the video, download it, hour and 30 minutes of like high quality video maxing mixing them up together and then editing it and then uh, all that stuff it, ju it just was delaying the process by a week so i've decided i'm going to do a video podcast like once a month maybe maybe twice a month and then i'm going to try to be getting these audio ones out every single week um and just not forcing the video one whatever um so these are going to be getting pumped out quicker I'm, i apologize for people who rely on podcasts like i do and uh don't aren't getting them as frequently as they want today in the podcast is with ed talenti uh if you don't know ed talenti he's a youtube producer instagram producer um he's only he's only at like 17 something thousand subscribers i think he's at 20 something thousand followers on instagram but he's really kind of like uh embedded himself in the producer niche without having a crazy big following uh we talked a lot about how he moved to la and then moved back to italy and then it wasn't until he started it wasn't until ed started really focusing on his his internet uh brand in the middle of nowhere where he lives in italy uh is when he started having success so we dove into like the personal brand we dove into a lot of different stuff this is a really good one this is a really good one i hope you guys enjoy listening to it uh today's podcast is sponsored by one and only kylebeats.com slash kits uh <laughs> so uh Use the code KB Podcast if you need beats or kits or whatever else you need. And um, that's it. Let's get into the podcast. Ed Talenti, right now on 321. All right. Welcome back. Kyle Beats podcast. Today we have a very special guest. Today we have the one and only Ed Talenti. What's going on, man? What's up? How you doing? Good to have you on here, dude. Yeah, um, dude, this is crazy. This is literally <laughs> like before we get into it, like this is I've been listening to this podcast like religiously since you started, like since episode four. So this wow. is like this is kind of like on my bucket list to be on this podcast. So this is dope. Yeah, so what I realized too is, um, so we're doing just audio today for anyone listening and whatever. Uh, what I realized was, like, dude, I listen to so many podcasts as well, and when there's not, like, a new one, I get so pissed. So, like, this, the video version slows me down so much. Like, it slows me down, like, an extra week or more, right. more sometimes. So... Uh, I want to definitely like get some, get some more audio things out there because that's where the true like hardcore like fans of this podcast are just listening every day. So, um, yeah, man. So uh, you're a new guest on here. For those of you who don't know Ed Talenti, why don't you give him a little background story? How'd you get into music? Tell him your whole spiel. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got into music when I was 11. I'm going to keep it short because it starts a long time ago. Uh, but when I was 11, I got into music. They bought me a drum set and I started playing and kind of like fell in love with it pretty quickly. And I started a band with my dad and my uncle. That was like my first musical experience. And we actually like toured around Italy and stuff when I was like 13. And that was super fun. Yeah. Um, after that, I was like, all right, I'm, I want to do music for a living. 
I convinced my parents to send me out to LA. I'm from Italy. I don't know if I said that. I don't think so. And they sent me out to LA to study music. And then from there, uh, I studied drums and I was a full-time drummer for a bit. Yeah. And then I got into um, composing and I did like a couple TV shows and stuff. So I did some different things. And then when I moved back to Italy, I got into shows. music production. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're Netflix. You can go check them out. Wait, what? <laughs> what are we yeah, talking dude. about? <laughs> it's a show called Death in Paradise. Um, and it's uh, it's made by like BBC for the UK. Um, what were you doing on the show? Scoring. Oh, really? Um, Dope. Yeah, like co-scoring um, with the main like composer. I was working like for him, wow, but I actually have the crazy. credit. Like it's, it's on there. Damn. Um, and then yeah and then when i moved back to italy i got into like into like hip-hop production or whatever and yeah that was it yeah what's the what's the music scene like in italy because i see on your videos and your vlogs and stuff like that you kind of seem to be in the middle of nowhere which is like yeah i love that <laughs> shit even though that's never where i've lived <laughs> right <laughs> but like what's yeah. how did you like get into it with that is there like a scene there or like i don't know no not at all it's actually like it's it's weird because I lived in LA and then when I actually moved out of LA and in the middle of nowhere, that's when like things started actually happening. So that's super <laughs> Dude, crazy. <amazing>. <laughs> <laughs> and that's perfect. That's the most perfect <laughs> but, thing you could have said in this podcast. Because everyone <laughs> right, thinks know, you need I to know. go somewhere or have to be somewhere to do something. But it's Not just like all, you like, just need the internet. Right. But there's nothing out here. Like it actually kind of really sucks as far as music. Um, there's we're always like a little bit behind on the trends. So there's like a few people that are doing like trap yeah. things. Uh, but I don't know. It just, I don't want to shit on my own thing, but it's not great. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, it's fine. But I, I, I'm completely alone. Like I don't work with anybody out here. I don't really have, yeah, um, same. my music friends are like old school music. Like maybe they play guitar or something, Yeah. but nobody's really into like, I got, no <laughs> <laughs> I got no friends. I got no friends. No, no music friends. Yeah, I mean, same dude. Like, there's a lot of people. I think I'm around a lot of people, but um, they're all freaking whizzing by me going to their jobs this morning. You know what I mean? When I'm when I'm going right. to just get my coffee and come back to the studio. So like, there's yeah. there's just like a disconnect too that makes me kind of just like not just fucking like. There's like a few people around here that do music, but they're like artists or whatever. There's no like. All my friends are fucking you guys and <laughs> fucking Simon Servita <laughs> and fucking. <laughs> but, yeah, um, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, what did you what like? Do you, so? Do you live off of this? You live off of this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've been doing this full time now for, I guess, like around a year. What was your first thing? Was it a YouTube or was it like selling beats or how? It, it was Instagram. I mean, the the making money part was uh, selling beats, but. Uh, through Instagram that's where I got Same. the first like little bit of like a follower base and then um, yeah by posting the videos and then I know you were like DMing people and stuff and I did that for a bit too but it kind of came a little more um, organically for me because I I built the fan base before I even knew what's that selling beats was a thing yeah Um. so when I started selling beats they I already had a bit of a fan base so it was a little bit easier to actually sell them you know that's fire yeah, because I was, I guess they're cracking down on that a little bit more, like the Instagram stuff. Um, I see one of my friends who's like a artist was like talking about, I forget what he was like. He like unfollowed a bunch of people just because he didn't want to be following people, um, right. which I was actually about to start doing this. I was about to start, I was about to unfollow just everyone 
on my uh, Instagram just so I'm not like freaking on it as much. Um, yeah. Just so I'm like literally can only be on there for business stuff. Um, and one of my friends did that as an artist. He like unfollowed 300 people and they like blocked them for a day. Or like they oh, they shit. like deactivated it. Not de like he still had his account, but they like, I forget what the word is. They like put him on a hold for a day or whatever. So I guess they're, they're like cracking. Frozen. Yeah, they're cracking down on that stuff more. Because when I did that stuff where I was like commenting on people's pictures and everything, like this is like this is like three and a half years ago now that I started doing this. Right. Um so like that shit just that shit doesn't fly anymore. <laughs> like like people <laughs> got people got on like Instagram got onto it. It's when Instagram right, like was around it. too, like and you could have a fucking bot that was just going through messaging people's fucking pages and stuff. Right. And then you'd have to <laughs> you'd end up having to do like the the DMs, like the DMs is where all the sauce is at. That's where you fucking sell people and give them your website and stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, dude. When I when I did the DMing, I think there was like a limit after I sent like that was about like maybe like a year ago or like eight months ago. Yeah. Um, after I sent maybe like ten or fifteen messages in a row, then it would say you can't DM anybody else for. a bit. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, was not how it was with me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy i was making like 1200 bucks a week <laughs> just yeah doing, dude that's doing awesome that with just no, messaging people. no followers <laughs> just all my followers was just people who ended up following me back when i followed them that's crazy but yeah man so what what do you think your main concentration is now with everything you're doing um i mean i it's kind of like the same like when you talk about it it's I think it's very similar to yours like I I like the idea of having a brand that kind of it's kind of like all over the place and just making it bigger making it better and making it more you know yeah because you focus Um, on the vlogs too like I noticed it's like really having like a connection and making the effort to like talk about stuff which I feel is like powerful for like longevity and just like building like a real fan base yeah like I really like that idea I mean I wanted to be a youtuber before like since I was like 14, yeah. <laughs> I, I just had this thing in the back of my head. So it's like, I really think that YouTube is where I ultimately want to like land on, yeah. at least for now. Um, I just really like the idea of having that like community and I put out, like I put myself out there and, and I do videos and stuff. Like I really, I just really, really like Yeah, because I feel the same way, dude. Because like, I feel like for some producers, YouTube is almost just like some sort of like trend or platform. Like some people right. like look at YouTube the way... Um, I think the way that maybe we look at Instagram or something like if a better version of TikTok. like Instagram or Sna- yeah, TikTok or Snapchat came out and more people were there, we would just use it. But like YouTube is just something that the wherever like the, the long form videos are is where I want to be wherever that like community right. and like obviously YouTube has just dominated that for the past freaking like 13, 14 years now. Um, yeah. And, and it, I think it's bound to stay because it's just more like I don't want to say it's like Netflix, but it's kind of like compared to like other social medias, like Instagram is just like an app. It could disappear or just could just lose popularity. But I feel like YouTube is so much like more embedded into like people's lives um, that I don't know. I see it having like a way longer lifespan. Yeah, dude. Like, do you you think you're like focusing on I know you're like still trying to just fucking be out here again it seems like you'd have more subscribers for some reason <laughs> like i went to you <laughs> like it seems like you have more subscribers than seventeen thousand subscribers like I, i've I, gotten that i feel like you've like implemented yourself kind of in this producer niche um 
without really blowing up yet compared yeah. to like other producers how do you think you did that um shit I don't, i'm not sure but i have gotten that comment from um i just started doing like sponsored videos and stuff from companies and they told me like dude like i don't know they, they seem like they see me as part of the community the niche like yeah. they see me as one part from collabs and stuff right <laughs> like you were in simon's videos now you're on this podcast you're, I guess so, you're always like, interacting in the comments too like true i'm trying to think of like i don't know i just feel like because i started on instagram and i mean that's where i have the most followers still now but i always i try to make it very personal and not just about the beats yeah. and i feel that people maybe started developing like more of a like connection slash yeah. trust it's with crazy me, dude sort of thing. like literally the past week i've gotten like two requests from people's friends or from their freaking girlfriends to like send i hope they're fucking not listening to this i'll ruin the surprise <laughs> but to like send their their friends like a like dude my friend is blah blah blah. like he's been obsessed with your beats whatever oh, shit. like can you send him a video um like telling them to like keep going or whatever blah 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 like just some crazy deep shit like parag like awesome. like a page long um I don't know where I was going with that, but it's, yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It, it It's happened to me a few times. Definitely not as much as it happens to you, but um, it's a, it's a crazy feeling to just, cause I don't know. I feel like we get so detached from, cause it's through the internet. So you, you're like, have this layer of yeah. fog in between. Um, and you feel really it's just like fucking you're stats, just, dude. You're looking at it like yeah, stats. Exactly. Like, it's, yeah. it's like, such, it's such a bad habit but it's actually at the same time it's like the way you fucking grow is by looking at stats where do you think it goes from here because i was actually just listening to the to the illusion podcast right before uh we did this that's that's my new thing now is listening to my other podcasts before i do a new one and um we were talking about like he was saying that the beat making thing has kind of become a little stagnant where it's like i've made every single beat possible I've done like all the titles. I'm kind of just here still making beats. I'm not like fucking doing collabs with Logan Paul or anything. You know what I mean? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like, I'm kind of like you where I'm just kind of still just here making beats for now. Um, like where do you think it goes moving forward from here for like producers and stuff? Well, I think that there's always going to be like more than one branch. Um, I do think that there's one branch that is, that it's bound to stay, which is what you're doing and what I'm, I guess, yeah. trying to do which is like just the more, which is, it, it's about it, music, but it's, not, <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> guess so. <laughs> you have 17,000 subscribers. And I just, your last video has like fucking 8,000 views in like a day. <laughs> it's fucking way better than me at 17,000. <laughs> but I, I, I think that th- because those videos are, they are about music, but they're also not in the sa- at the same time. They're about like, yeah. just, it's, it's just like a vlog. Like if you watch like vlogger channels, they have, you know, everybody's got their own thing like there's the vlogger that's into photography there's the one that's into something else Mm -hmm. but it's ultimately like not just about that it's about like a lot more around it so i think that branch of it is going to kind of stay but then i think i don't know there's this whole tiktok thing that's really confusing me right now (laughs) Uh, but (laughs) yeah dude like uh what's that dude's name like eldre or whatever yeah yeah he's been getting he's been popping off too on fucking tiktok a little God, bit and dude, like twitter I mean, his fucking thing yeah, on twitter yeah. got like a million views or some shit it's a 2.6 wow it's crazy that's crazy yeah it's it's insane but with tiktok dude i don't know i just feel like 
I just feel like it's different. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I feel like it's, I know it's a very saying, different. Because I, I was trying crazy. to do TikTok. For me, it was just like, all right. The problem I have now, dude, is like I have limited time in my week, we'll say. I have limited time in my week, as as does everyone. Everyone has fucking limited time, whatever. Um, but like, I like the the amount of fucking things on my list right now that I'm that I'm like trying to do is like too much, and um, I don't know. Just for me, when I was doing TikTok, it was like, all right, I have to figure out a way to to use the beats I already have, or like or like come up with videos on the spot that are really quick and easy to do, or just like repurpose content that I'm already filming, you know, or like, you know, right. like kind of like Instagram, I already made the beat in the video and then I got kind of just like re-record the 808s for the fucking Instagram clip. So it's yeah. like, it's really easy. It's kind of just like you already make made the content. You just got to film a quick video for TikTok. I was making new like remixes and shit, which I stayed away from remixes obviously because of, fucking youtube because youtube has the copyright shit so i like haven't done a remix in like fucking two years you know what i mean like (laughs) fucking so it was like i was making a new piece of music and it was just like damn like all this for fucking 364 views like i don't know a six second video (laughs) yeah dude that's kind of how i feel and it's i don't know tiktok has that funny element like the videos that blow up always have this like meme vibe yeah like even like illusion uh, I, I think there's I think there's room for other shit though. Like Gary V just fucking posts the same content he posts on Instagram and it does really well. So like I guess so. I, I think there's room for other shit. Like the like the dude, no one I don't think anyone gives the fucking NBA enough credit. They were one of the first channel big channels on YouTube. They're on freaking TikTok popping. Like their social media is just on point. The freaking NBA, <laughs> like of, of all things. No. And like they're like they're just posting clips but it's not like highlights they're posting like steph curry shooting like like shots when he fucking shoots it up to the rafters and it goes in and stuff like that um right but yeah i've, I've been trying to figure that out with everything it's it's like the vlogs tiktok instagram like all day when, when i my mind is just wandering i'm just figuring out like where do i kind of like want this like kind of just figuring out how I want everything to go. Like, how can I like make a video on TikTok that makes sense? It's about me, and it's also about like music. I and it does take three hours to make. Yeah, because <laughs> like I almost like don't even want to fucking make a TikTok with music. But it's like, what else do I even do? <laughs> like I play fucking <laughs> soccer. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't even know. Like, it's so weird. Yeah, like also like staying consistent with with the brand because I was thinking about that and I was like, what if I made a lo-fi remix and it blew up? Let's just say that that happened. Yeah. <laughs> then then what am I gonna do? Just shift my whole brand to lo-fi <laughs> remix? Like I don't want to do that, you know? <laughs> yeah, because like I can make lo-fi beats, but like I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, this is not my thing. You occasionally, know? yeah. Like occasionally, I will. Like I love making lo-fi beats, actually. But like, yeah, I just don't. I just like. I find myself when I'm making other than YouTube because it's more like natural for me now, especially now, but like I find myself when I'm like sitting down, okay, I'm making this beat just for a fucking remix for TikTok or I'm like making this beat specifically for this fucking artist who wants me to send him a couple beats, which I did the other day. Um, 
which I never do. But like when I find my, when I sit down and do that, it's just like, dude, I just hate, I just hate it. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Just feels like dude, we're, we're pretty similar. <laughs> yeah. It feels like you're just forcing it out just for some shit. I don't know. Yeah. I do think that TikTok is kind of like a must have at this point. And especially moving forward, but I just haven't figured it out yet. And maybe you yeah, need I was trying to. F- I, I I actually um, fucking paid some fucking TikTok girl to use my sweatpants song. Oh shit! And I don't know. It didn't like like it got a lot of like a freaking million people heard that song. You know, like I got like a million views, but like right, I didn't notice a single. It needs to go like viral, I think, because it's so right. just like kids are just like hear this on to the next one you know like it didn't I, I didn't see any kind of jump in my spotify i didn't see any kind of like she reposted my pages post you know so like she reposted my music video like the 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 video ended up getting like a thousand views in the end or like a thousand likes maybe maybe a thousand likes yeah, i think it's likes yeah, yeah. But like, but yeah, like yeah, if that know. became a challenge, like the sweatpants challenge, yeah, it has to become something really. bigger. So where like yeah. people are posting on Twitter and people are like getting on Instagram and like it just becomes like a thing. Um, but yeah, fucking TikTok is crazy. <laughs> it's just there's just it so is. many. There's just so much like there's just so many fucking different routes you can take. And like there's so much opportunity, and at the same time, like the thing we're doing is like producers have never had this like stage at all. Like I I look I look at it now. I'm fucking talking so much right now. I'm just trying to go just chug my coffee. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I look at I look at the way producers were producers like eight years ago are almost like engineers right now. Like if you go to YouTube, there's engineering videos, how to mix and master, right. like engineers in the studio. There's a couple like no well-known engineers that have like YouTube videos and have a following, but there's no like niche. Now producers have like a fucking community, like a pretty decent-sized community with probably like millions of fucking people. So it's yeah, like, man, that's that's like so amazing to see producers like going on tour, like Kato and stuff. It's just it's a whole different like landscape than it was even like just like three years ago. Yeah, I mean, it was different. Ever, it's just it's mainstream kind of ever since fucking Pat Ryan both <laughs> I know exactly both that goddamn video <laughs> dude that video was crazy I remember seeing that video and it just I don't know like there was a part of me that was like oh I can do this too like I can totally why did everyone this. see it though you know what I mean like it's not like we I were know. just searching like we weren't all just searching making a beat videos right or were we not at all I wasn't even into hip hop I was barely yeah, I was just everyone just fucking saw it for some reason it's so crazy. weird crazy crazy youtube recommended page man that's all it takes right right i mean that's what happened to like gami i think it must be the same thing when he got it's happened to fucking most people dude they got a couple recommended videos did that happen to you did you have that like from zero to 100k in like a week moment (laughs) (laughs) mine was mine was 10 months which is still great and it it wasn't zero it was like two thousands. like it took me two years to get two thousand subscribers but i wasn't posting like the videos that like I, I should have been posting like uh, most of it 99% of it was beats occasionally I drop like a, a beat making vlog which was like two clips of me talking maybe and like the re- and like I was so fucking terrified to be on camera like it was horrible because I just didn't it's hard to like understand what to even say or do and like it's just so uncomfortable because you're right. like what do I say 
how do I act like myself holding a camera? And then you, you're like sitting down to edit it. And I'm like, why am I like looking like a fucking zombie in this? <laughs> but no, mine was like, I posted eight of those. I started a series called making a beat for the keyword. I was like, I'm just going to start a series called making a beat so I can put making a beat in the title every single time. And it was just like, um, just doing a bunch of those. And it was like episode eight that like got like 15,000 views or something like that. The first like week. And that was it like, still wasn't like a million though. Like no, nah. not right away. Yeah, it hit a million in like it took a year and it hit a million. Like it, right, dude. For some my 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 YouTube stats is like it plays games with me because it's like I feel like it's different than other people's. Like my videos don't pop off right away. Like it's I and it, it, it's like the thing I want too. It's like I want every video to fucking get a hundred thousand views the first week. Like of course, but like. I'll just go back to my video. So I'm like, dude, that video has 200,000 views. Cause you're not checking it. You're just looking at your like 48 hour stats and you're like, all right, I'm hitting my, hitting the thing numbers I want to hit. But then you go back through and, and I'm just looking at these old videos and I'm like, what the fuck? Like this video has 200,000 views. It had like, it was like underperforming when I first posted it. So like, I don't know. It's weird. I, I, I have like different fucking, my videos don't really pop off like that. Which right. which sucks, but at the same time, it's I don't know. It doesn't suck. I like that. I like like what we were saying at the beginning that I still don't have those big numbers, but I still like I'm still here on this podcast or whatever. Like I I like that slow build because it feels like yeah. I don't know. It feels like you're building more of a community rather than they just click subscribe because they saw a video and then they they don't even know who you are. Yeah, um, that's the thing too. Is it's good about you making the effort to do the vlogs. It's because, like, you're having a connection. It's like, like you just said, fucking, it's the reason why you're here. And there's a kid with, like, 120,000 subscribers that I don't even know who it is. <laughs> he's not on this podcast right now or he's not <laughs> anywhere because, I don't know. No, I feel you. Like, it's all about, it's the the thing that, I mean, you talked about it on the podcast a million times. But, like, the branding and, like, making, I don't know, just having that 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 personality in it that makes people trust you and potentially like you and just feel that like the, the vlogs the channels that i watch daily i feel like i know the person like this is the first time i talk to you but it feels like i talk <laughs> to you like a million times it's, yeah. it's this weird sensation you know so it's like developing that relationship with your audience i think it's like so important uh for anybody that like is trying to do this because it's just i don't know you people people see you as a friend even if they never talked to you before it's pretty crazy so you use ableton correct i do things. Dude, what is that fucking pad thing you use? And do you actually <laughs> use that to make beats? <laughs> it is the most amazing piece of gear ever made by humanity. No, it's great. It's it's called a push two. It's way overpriced, but it's awesome. <laughs> um, it's like How much I think is it? a new. Uh, I got it used from a friend, so I think I still gave him like five hundred bucks because new is like Thousand I don't want to say something wrong, but it's like nine hundred. It's yeah. crazy expensive. Um, but it's basically. It's like a full, like you don't, technically you don't need to touch your mouse or keyboard or anything. You can do anything. Wow. Um, like control the full DAW from the push. Damn. Um, and then it's got the pads obviously to like play the instruments. It's got scales built in so you can set scales. Yeah, because um, I see you yeah. like doing everything on that. Like dr- I do. drums, fucking instruments, everything. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, you can also like, I don't really do it, but you can like mix, like you can add effects from it because it has like the browser <laughs> like you you can do you can do everything like you you don't need to touch your mouse if you get quick with it and you learn how to use it like properly 
uh, you technically can just turn off your screen and just use that. Wow. Um, yeah, it's crazy. And why do you think I don't use it? Like, why, why did you choose able? Like, why was Ableton your your go to? I started with Logic at first because that's what I was using when I was uh, scoring the TV shows yeah. or whatever. Uh, but then a friend of mine, wait, how did that? Oh yeah, a friend of mine had uh, Ableton and he was like, "Dude, this is crazy. They have like way better audio stretching and stuff like that." And I was just getting into like pop and hip hop production. Yeah. And he just, uh, I tried it out and he was like, dude, just try it out for a week. And I don't know, I got into it and then I just switched. Yeah. I tried making a couple beats on logic. It wasn't bad. It was just like different shortcut codes, but it's just like, it's kind of just all the same thing. It is. It really is. It's just different. The buttons are in different spots, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ableton. I was watching Ramsoid use Ableton when we were in LA and it was right. like fucking it was like the craziest shit me and my because me and my both use uh fl studio we were all just there watching him use it and we're like what the fuck are you doing he was like doing <laughs> all these different knobs and switch he's just doing everything from his freaking trackpad too and then it comes up with i do the game. same thing wow that's crazy yeah because the macbook trackpad is like lit so like someone on fl studio is like why are you using the trackpad because the trackpads on like pcs like pc laptops are so garbage Really? I haven't used one in like Yeah, I use so both. Many years. I have like three laptops I don't use. <laughs> I bought yeah, a I Razer you got and that just one for the video. Yeah, so I got eight that's that's like my if I travel, I'm going to use that one. So shout right. out to Asus. I'm not just wasting your laptop. Um, <laughs> but I did buy a Razer and I just like barely I used it once. I used it like fucking for like two videos. Damn. I was like, "Oh, in case I need it, in case I go somewhere and fucking never leave." But no, nah, I'll probably I'll probably use and then and I do use the MacBook for like business stuff. That's just like that's just the laptop I just have everything on. Right. And then you actually have a desktop computer, right, for like your main. Yeah, that's my main. My main. Is these. the tower thing? That's right. the one I built. Yeah, I remember. From scratch. <laughs> um, Did, were you into like computer stuff, like even when you were younger, like building? like with graphic graphics card and like assembling PCs. Cause I was really into that. I so I didn't like know too much about it. Um, I was, what I was into was just like all things, just like internet. Um, right. Like I was just diving through the internet in my free time. Like that's what I, that's what I spent, especially before, um, especially before like, fucking halo 2 came out <laughs> like especially the before the the internet was like really good i guess when it was good too like when i was in high school how, how old are you right now by the way 27 dope 1991 what about you 1992 27 yeah <laughs> um so, so you're yeah. 27 too yeah oh oh well, i guess right so. i'm 27 yeah i'm 27 <laughs> june yeah. june 12th so i kind of recently right. turned i guess 27 like yeah uh, four months ago but um yeah i was just into the, i was just like into all things internet so i was like editing videos when i was like freaking f- like 13 like i was editing youtube videos and uploading them like this is like when youtube was like just kind of like 2007 you know i uploaded right. my first like cristiano ronaldo freaking freestyle <laughs> remix thing to like a lincoln park song or whatever you know like a fort minor freaking <laughs> song um and like that's that's what I was doing was just looking up just like internet stuff but I didn't even know about like building a P like to me building a PC was like that's for like fucking geniuses you know I wasn't even I didn't even know it was possible 
I mean, YouTube really, like, people on YouTube is what has built my whole fucking knowledge base. Everything I know is just because I looked it up on YouTube. Yep. And I just, like, I just enjoyed, I just enjoyed being in my own environment. Like, I just, I just didn't really, like, I'd hang out with friends, but I just didn't. Like, it was a lot more fun to me to just, like, come home, play video games, and just go on the computer. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Yeah, dude, I'm the same way. I feel like... The, the beauty of like the internet is that compared to for example school is that you pick what you want to learn so you only learn things that in that moment like excite you while in school they just give you whatever and in that moment like you're not you don't care about that specific thing and you just have to learn it but when you do it by yourself on the internet it's like i want to learn that because that's what i care about right now yeah and you go and do it so, and that's dope. so when you were uh starting to like sell beats on Instagram and stuff. Did you have a job? Did, did you like tell me about that time period? Um, I was a drum teacher, full-time drum teacher. Um, oh, shit. I still have a couple students, but out here in Italy, I was in like a, I thought school, whatever. Um, mostly kids, which is interesting. It was fun. Um, but I was, yeah, I was a full-time drum teacher. And so I still had a lot of time because I was only doing that in the, the afternoons. Yes. Yeah. And everything is so cheap out here, so I really didn't need a lot of money to to live. Like it's crazy, especially coming from six years in LA. Like coming back here was just like, whoa, this is crazy. So you're, how do you pronounce um, it? it? Starts. It's like Bologna, right? How do, Bologna. Bologna. Yeah. How did how, how did you learn? Like, how do you have such good English? Do they speak English there? Am I an idiot for saying that? No, no, no. They yeah. speak Italian, yeah. and nobody even knows like basic english i mean they don't like the colors and like the countries like that that stuff but nobody speaks english um i don't know i kind of like obsessed over thanks to the internet again i kind of like obsessed over american like shows and culture and shit like i was watching like ellen or david letterman (laughs) oh my god so many people always say that to her that that's how they learn english was from watching her show just on youtube and or, or even not even on youtube i was watching like shows on whatever streaming i could find at the time uh, before moving to LA and then so my English got pretty good and then I moved to LA and it got better and then I married an American woman so it got even better oh, and wow. you know yeah even now it just in my house I speak English so wow. it's like I don't even live here why'd you move back to Italy <laughs> good question um, <laughs> how long were you in LA for just five six years five and a half and is that when you were doing like the, the scoring for those those films and stuff yeah um and how how did you like find that how did you get into it because i know there's some producers that like um some of their like money that they make it's not from placements it's from like it's from royalties from like commercials or like movies or whatever you know like from media stuff how'd you get into all that um i mean i don't think my story is very relatable but uh i found i was there was a phase where i was like I needed money and I wanted to work and try new things. So I was on Craigslist like all day and I found this gig, uh, which said looking for assistant composer. And I was like, all right, I'm going to apply. I applied. And it turns out it was this huge Hollywood composer. His name is Magnus Fines. He's, um, Voldemort's brother, like the actor that plays Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was crazy. Not Voldemort in real so life. They were <laughs> <laughs> Not Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So through Craigslist, I applied and I got the job after like an interview or whatever. And and then from there, I was just working for him. So we were doing uh, movies, TV shows, uh, some like pop artists. He was working like 
Shakira like a few years ago. Like he was this like crazy guy. Um, and did they pay so you just like just like to work it, or did they pay did they pay you some sort of like royalty thing, or did they? How did it work? I had both. Oh, I dope. had um, I had an hourly rate um, when I was spending time in the studio, like doing whatever. And then it work. It works with like cues on TV shows. So every minute of music that um, got approved for the whatever episode, for every minute I would get paid a certain amount, um, like a flat fee per minute. Yeah. Of music. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I got paid. I don't have royalties though on the shows that I did. He does. Mm-hmm. Classic. I didn't get that. Um. And like, so so you learn everything from the internet, correct? Pretty much. I mean, I went to school for drums, but other than that, yeah. Yeah, because you were scoring. That was, was it drums or was it like to me that to me that's just like when I hear when I hear what you're saying right now. To me, I'm just thinking like strings for some reason. Like when I yeah yeah you, you see the behind the scenes of fucking movies and stuff, and it's a whole orchestra of fucking <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was this the, the main show that we did, which is just called Death in Paradise, the one that's on Netflix. Um, it's basically like this uh, mystery, like murder mystery, like every episode there's a murder and they figure it out. Um, and it's got this Caribbean vibe because they're like, is it Caribbean or Caribbean? I don't know. I don't know both. People say both. Well, okay, cool. So either one. Um, and so it has this like reggae vibe, but with orchestral stuff and like some rock. There's like kind of like all over the place. Um, so we were working with musicians or sometimes it was uh, like you said, like strings or, or like horns and, and shit. Um, a lot of VSTs, but also a lot of, um, actual musicians Mm -hmm. and, but yeah, it it wasn't drums. There were basically no drums, (laughs) like maybe (laughs) percussions or something. (laughs) So it's like mad 808 slides. (laughs) No 808 slides. (laughs) Dang, I wish. (laughs) Um, and going back to the drum teacher, Instagram selling beats, uh, what, what point did you get to? Um, cause this is a big question. It's just like, people don't know. Like I'll have messages sometimes. They're just like, I'm making a thousand dollars a week. Like when should I quit my job? Or you know what I mean? Like it's just like, <laughs> right. w- what point did you be like, okay, maybe I can like figure this out. Like when did you think that you could quit your job? And was it you quit when um, you were just doing like Instagram selling beats? Pretty much. I mean, I was starting to see like basically the answer to the question would be when I started seeing uh, a more consistent like future moving forward. Yeah. Whether it was selling beats or whether it was. Now I have a fan base that's big enough that it's not gonna just disappear overnight if, unless I stop doing what I'm doing. Like once I start, I started seeing like a path. Then I was like, all right, I can probably like throw myself 100% on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could have probably done it a bit sooner, just off of the beats. It's just, yeah, just having that the sense of it's it's a fake sense of like it feels like it's gonna be there. It's it's all fake because ultimately it could all disappear like just out of nowhere. What are you saying? But like the the the, the job's gonna be there or, or the fucking followers? Both. Yeah. I mean, the followers are not gonna disappear, but like both things, like whether I kept whatever job I had or yeah, I moved it's just on all in your thing, head. They could both just fall apart at some point. Yeah. So just have to go with the one that sounds the, the yeah. Best unfortunately, for you. like great fucking arch. Like this is something that. Um, this is something that I've figured out too, kind of along the way, or I, I don't know. Not, I don't know if I figured it out, but like, this is something that 
like for me, I was always just not having success in things when it kind when it came to like actually making money and being an entrepreneur. Like the most money I ever made was like off of something was when I started making money selling beats. And I've tried like everything, like apps and fucking I don't know, just all sorts of shit. But um, fuck. Oh, I just like lost my train of thought. <laughs> I was gonna say just, just like when it, it sucks because like now it doesn't suck, but like now that I'm having um, success and making more money than I ever thought I was actually going to make. Um, you have to constantly just be like, almost like taking risks and like, kind of like breaking yourself down and like doing things that aren't doing things that are going to set you up for the next thing, you know? And like right. taking the time out to like, maybe just make that fucking TikTok or, or spending time and fucking money doing music videos or like you know what i mean like you have to put put your money and put your time and like it's like nothing is gonna fucking just stay there forever unless you like like the people that have longevity in like any kind of space especially like social media spaces like we'll say uh shane dawson for example which is he's just been on youtube yeah. since the fucking start like he's constantly just innovated and just done whatever's like figured out a way to like make sense during every single time period. And I mean, his shit is mostly just like, like YouTube and like setting a trend on YouTube. But like, I don't know. It's just like, you're constantly have to just like innovate and do the next thing. Cause you can't just stay on the same wave forever. Like you, you have to like, like for example, I have to do what I think is going to work for the future when it comes to like vlogs and stuff like that. Or I have to, I have to just like, I don't know. There's, there's never like a safe route <laughs> and the, the safest right. route is like, like you just said, building uh, a fan base and just having fucking having a brand. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the, the bigger the brand and the more trust you have, then the more you can keep it like kind of like you can keep it open. Like if you had to like pivot, I don't know, let's say that trap beats are not a thing anymore. Cause they, they will be out of fashion eventually. Just like all music like changes with time. Um, but if you have a you know a community that's open-minded enough then you can still make music but like shift and like you can move around it and you can still like you know keep it alive and keep it growing like you just said about uh shane dawson or whatever um it's like accepting that things change and not fight it but just like move along with it and try to understand it and you know be a part of it even Nilmind was saying it in the last podcast how like he changed like with the music and you know, not just to stay relevant, but just because it's, it's cool to see like new things appearing and stuff. And as long as you, you know, accept the fact that when something new comes out, like with the TikTok, like we accept the fact that we still suck at it and we're still figuring, figuring it out. And there's no shame in that. And, you know, but you still try. Do you, do you think you, you would like want to try to like get placements or do stuff like that or get a pub deal? Or, or are you more interested in like doing things like TikTok and, and building the brand and selling kits and stuff like that? Um, I'm more interested in the brand, but I am getting some placement offers like literally now, like these days, uh, the past few days, I have a couple that are in the works. Um, so those are kind of like, just, I mean, if they happen, like these seem to be happening where they're just kind of like, like, I don't know, they just fall on my, like, they just fall on me, (laughs) then I'll take him. But (laughs) I don't know how to say, (laughs) but it's definitely not like my main focus. Yeah. Um, cause I, I don't know like the whole even still like it does take some time out of your day still (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
you just have to like yeah, that's that's like the shit i was saying earlier it's like you have to just weigh out like i don't know you have to try to just figure out what's more important and just go with your gut i guess yeah exactly it's like especially because i like we were saying at the beginning like i was in la and i it's one of the reasons why i moved like when you asked me why did you move it's like the hustle there and the that mentality of like i need to just die to pay rent <laughs> um it was just i don't know it's just not for me like i work a ton i work more now than i ever did yeah but it's in a different in a different like with a different mentality you know like it was crazy living out there and just seeing like the the hustle and just the way people where, where did you live exactly in la i was in hollywood yeah um because that's where the school was at first and then i just kind of stayed there mm-hmm. um i was in a terrible apartment like really shitty apartment and i paid like fifteen hundred dollars um wow for a classic i guess it yeah it's crazy <laughs> it was it was it was horrible <laughs> it wasn't horrible actually it was great but do you ever yeah, see yourself moving partially. back there um i do kind of not to hollywood or something but no more like maybe orange county or something like somewhere around there because my wife is from there so oh, um she definitely misses the she's from cerritos i don't know if you know where that is but it's like one of those towns around it um so she definitely misses it and i miss it too like out here we're literally like i don't really relate to people out here i feel pretty you know isolated like i said i speak english all day and i make these videos like i'm always like i'm not really here like i'm just here like dude. with my body but really i'm yeah, like dude. living I feel in you. the clouds i feel you. so yeah um yeah like i, I want to move out there too but like not in la like i want to move somewhere like an hour away uh-huh. right just to like some nice fucking place an hour away that's like a lot cheaper <laughs> but like i would still i'd probably spend i'd probably spend more than if i got an apartment unless i got some fucking nice apartment like some like i'd probably spend like i, I want to get like a house or something that's oh, like shit. yeah that's like a four four or five bedroom house that's like twenty eight hundred dollars a month or something like that that sounds not like not enough. I've seen friends with like twenty eight hundred. I mean, maybe you already looked into it, but I had friends living in a like a nice one bedroom for that amount of money. Yeah, exactly. But like, if you like live far point. enough away and find the right spot, like an hour away, like an hour from right. the the right direction, <laughs> like not yeah south or north. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like yeah, yeah. somewhere else. Um, that makes I don't sense. know. We'll see. But that's like my that's like my plan. Because the thing is like. Um, I don't really need to live fucking in LA, but it's just like, if I'm going to move somewhere that's like warm and doesn't have cold ass winters, it might as well right. be an hour outside of LA just in case like I can still use, I can still use the resources of LA of like the creative people being there or, or like certain studios to do a shoot or like fucking, I don't need a music studio ever really, but like just like some just like the assets like the people there the creative people to to shoot this or to do this like this just like a infantry of fucking content creators there or like collaborations right. it's like there's so many collaborations that you could do but, but like still live an hour outside or you're kind of just like still kind of just like chilling like i i need to live in a house like i'm i'm, I'm not doing an apartment anymore <laughs> like it's <laughs> over dude i need a studio i need a fucking i can't like i don't know crazy you got spoiled now yeah i mean i guess i could I get like a freaking 
two-bedroom apartment like that fucking just have one of them be the studio but the house is way better yeah if, if you can the house is obviously the way to yeah because like dude i think just like my my core happiness is kind of just like like you see post malone just got like a house in like salt lake city or something or like right. around that yeah, area like in fucking utah like that's where he shot this i don't even know how to pronounce it what's that saint tropez or whatever fucking song oh yeah 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 he shot that music video there like I could live that there. You know what I mean? I'm the type of person that totally. could just just live there, wake up in my nice fucking quiet house, take my dogs for a walk that I don't have, and <laughs> go work out, drink some coffee, make music. Like that's that's like where my core happiness lives and then all the other stuff for me is just a bonus. Like that's why I care so much about just like the brand and just like posting content is cuz that's where like longevity is. Like yeah, you can you can make a lot of money putting time towards other thing but if you let the brand slip away and let all that stuff slip away if something changes in your income because of whatever reason then you lose everything you know it's like if i figured out some way to make a million dollars a year on freaking amazon or something like oh <laughs> i could fucking partner with m audio even though they never hit me back about a sponsorship i could partner with m audio do like some key station collaboration and sell them on amazon and say i make a million dollars a year and I spent all this time working on that and kind of let the brand slip away. If something happens on Amazon and blah, 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 and I, my, my fucking item gets taken down and M-Audio say, oh, we're not doing this collaboration anymore. We're selling just on our website. No more Amazon. Your whole shit gets taken away. That's why I care so much about the brand just because like, it just lets me do that forever. <laughs> right, absolutely, man. I totally feel you on that, especially because like, what you were just saying that the best part about like the whole brand and like even the doing YouTube, like the reason why I think we both like it so much, but even just talking for myself, I think is the, the that freedom of just like, mm. I don't know, like you still have to work like a ton or it's going to fall apart, but you kind of have that. You don't have to really like, it's on you. Like everything's just on. You. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You decide what video to make and you decide when to make it and how to make it and how long and everything. And when you're ready, when you feel like it's good, you push a button and it's done. It's up and that's it. Yeah. There's no like in between. There's no contracts. There's no nothing. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's really cool. And losing that really kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've kind of stayed away from anything that doesn't entail that right there. Just yeah, like, it's. I don't know. That's, I always talk about this, but that's like the reason I do all this stuff. It's just for that reason. How, how do you feel about the um? like the whole beat beat selling world world right now. Do you still focus on like selling beats? I mean, yes, it's like it's still like probably 50%. Do you of have my like a, you don't you don't post them on YouTube, do you? Like like a beat YouTube channel uh, or anything? I used to and now now I actually have a second channel. I mean, I just I completely disregarded it, but I have a second <laughs> channel with like 250 subscribers. Um where sometimes I post yeah. beats. Same. I fucking kind of started revamping Kyle Beats Radio. Right. If you're trying to join. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I feel like if, if you invested like five months into Kyle Beats Radio, you could like. Yeah, bring so it I have three producers that kind of joined as well as me. Because like I wanted to post beats oh. there and stuff. Like, I was going to post my songs there and stuff like that. Right. Right. I wanted to just post my, my music there. Um, but I was like, all right. To, it doesn't really I don't know it didn't really do 
that well. I kind of just post it there, just, but like I don't really put out a lot of songs. And I was like, this kind of people, my beats have got, gotten better numbers on the channel than my music. Like if people want to listen to my music, they go to my Spotify, which is where I want them right. to go also, <laughs> which is also where I need <laughs> my people to go because that's where you can fucking really climb the charts and everything. So I was like, I'm just like kind of just letting this channel sit here. So I fucking have three people like Sicky. As of right now, it's Sicky Beats, Kid Silence, and this kid Derez, who kind of all just met me through like contests or through collabs or whatever. Um, right. And we're, I'm just like, we're just fucking seeing how it goes. Just posting beats there. So I can That's post dope. some beats, they can post some beats, and eventually like grow to a point where like it's just like being fucking filtering through with beats and all that stuff and. I don't know. I just didn't want to let it to go to waste. And like, I just like posting beats too. Just yeah, dude, that's actually a smart idea to do that. It's like you could have a place with different styles and different sort of genres. It could be really cool. It's a good idea. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> while you were saying about like the, the selling beats and stuff, I feel like it's at a point where, um, I don't know, like in order, because I get that DM a lot and I'm sure you do too. Like, how do I sell beats? How do I, you know, start selling beats and all that? And I feel like right now it's so much like, it's so much not, it's it's not really about the beats. Like the beats have to be good, but that's kind of like, it just needs to be there. It's not really, it's just like a requirement, like the basic requirement. And then it's all about what you put on top and around the beats, like how you present them and um, like we said, building the brand and just putting your face out there. Like, for example, one thing that I think allowed me to sell beats uh, from my personal experience was the fact that people were used to seeing me on Instagram and yeah. like, seeing my face. And the artists that hit me up, they already kind of like trust me. They're like, oh, I trust this guy. He's the one in the garden playing the beats. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, it's like you have that extra advantage, like, you know, because they, they already trust you as a person rather than you know you were just some anonymous business with cool beats yeah um i feel like that's so important right now moving forward especially yes that's the thing right it's like everyone just just wants to fucking post a fucking beat on on fucking soundcloud and have it do good and then they kind of just like they let this whole oversaturating fucking thing just kind of let let just it's almost like it's almost like an excuse you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's almost like an excuse that, like, p- allows people to be like, oh, well, it's oversaturated, so fuck it. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's I just like, you. all right, well, like, you have to try to just do something more, <laughs> you know what I mean, to get to get your shit out there. And I never really figured out the YouTube fucking game. Like, it's almost, like, cool to me that, like, I have a fucking beat that I posted two days ago that has, like, 1.5 thousand views. <laughs> right, <laughs> Which is, right. like, nothing, but, like... <laughs> Just cause back in the day when I was trying to fucking sell beats, if I got a hundred views in a day, I was like, dude, this is it. Fucking, I'm, I'm eating this week. <laughs> 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 if I got a thousand views in a week, I, I, would, I would be fucking like, oh, dude, let's fucking run ads on this. Let's use this those $2, $2 in AdSense to run ads on this one. Right. Then you start getting those comments like to purchase artwork or whatever, like totally spam comments, like so many of those. <laughs> like the only comments you have on that beat you have two two comments and they're both spam and you're like damn uh, I tweeted the other day the best the best way to get your the best way to get your music out there is to tweet just or is to 
comment just your SoundCloud link on a YouTube video. <laughs> like, like, cause I see all the spam. It's just like, I know most of it's just like some fucking YouTube bot or some shit, but like, it's just funny. Cause it's just like, dude, like, what is that even going to do? Just know, your fucking, like, just yeah. your link with not even a message or anything, not even a clever message, which is like hard enough to make that work anyways. Right. I just feel like it, it's so crazy, especially like these days where, you know, everybody knows, it's not like the beginning of this, like everybody knows what spam is and how it works. And it's just like sending out the link like that. It's just, I don't even understand really the, the thought process behind it. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's really confusing. Yeah. But that that's why like the the way you package like that same link, but if you package it like around like a nice video or something and you, or I don't know, you just packaged it in like a creative way, then because maybe the beat was good, like that link had a good beat behind it. Yeah, but that's everything, dude. To listen to. Like that's everything. Like it, it's like it's almost like the same way that I was selling beats. Like yeah, I could say it was three years ago and the spam fucking rules weren't the same. But like I was the only all I was saying on people's photos were like I was very good at finding artists first of all which I spent day time and time again fucking searching through different accounts and figuring out the account that would just have just artists like some promotional type of account like submit your mixtapes or some shit like this like I was just search all and I'd find a new one and that was like my win for the day like oh dude this is the perfect fucking account like this is this has all <laughs> fucking rappers 50,000 followers like whatever and I would just comment on their photo like yo I'm a fucking producer, like, I'm, I make beats, like, hit me up. That's it. I wouldn't fucking say 400,000 emojis looking for fucking artwork. It's always the artwork fucking kids. It's all, kids. It's all caps, <laughs> artwork. Yeah. yeah, just, like, the fucking, the exclamation point that's an emoji, not an exclamation point. Just, like, yeah. all that shit. Um, like, I would, just, I would just say it in a normal way, like, yo, I'm a producer, I make beats hit me up and and then I would just switch the fucking messages so sometimes they go to my DM sometimes they hit my email and then I'd be like yo fucking check out my beats if you like any of them like and do buy one get one get three free and then fucking when I was really trying to hustle it I would be like I'll throw in mixing mastering for free as well even though I was right. trash at mixing and mastering <laughs> dude like I've done albums for people and like just like thinking back to how fucking garbage I was at mixing and mastering at the time. I didn't even know how to mix vocals, first of all. Like all I knew how to do was EQ and like and I knew I kinda knew how to master, so that would like save everything. Because the mastering would right. add like that that compression and just like whatever. There's like a to like a dope preset on there. Which I still use to this day, like the fucking <laughs> clean whatever preset on Maximus on FL Studio. That's dope. I see you did a video with your own vocals. Yeah, dude. I made it very clear that it was like I'm practicing because um, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. But I, I really like the the idea of like that's something that I always liked and it just kind of keeps me going of starting something where I like I suck at it. Mm -hmm. And I know I suck at it and I kind of like internalize that and I try to make it not suck yeah. over time. <laughs> that's a really fun process for me. And so, yeah, I just wanted to put it out there and just, I don't know what's up <laughs> <laughs> really, dude. it's fun to like tell a story too it almost feels like it's more complete like yeah. when i put out songs like some of them are fucking trash and I've, I've gotten it took me a year to actually put something out when i start before like from when i started making songs um 
but like it almost just feels like it's finished. I just want to put things out. I just want to put things out there for people. Like I think that's why we all fucking create is to like definitely put things out for people to have feedback. Like that's our that's the main like process for everything we kind of do. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> that, that's what that's what kept every fucking producer or every musician going was like like I still remember to this day I would post freaking my SoundCloud remixes just to like beats that I would make or just SoundCloud beats on Facebook and fucking two people would comment on it and those comments just are embedded in my fucking brain because at the time those are the only comments and like right. I spent I stayed up till fucking 4am last night making this fucking thing you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's it's the beauty of the internet, man, that instant feedback um, and honest, which is also good. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. Like, I really like that, the the thing that happens, even if you do just get the one, co- the, the two comments and you worked on it all night. But I don't know. It's, it's always really fun to, like, see how people perceive you and your work. It's just, it's just a really cool thing that I don't think anybody else in, like, any other era of humanity had until like yeah, now for sure uh, or the, the internet age and it's just really cool to see even if they tell you that i don't know they tell you that you're ugly or something <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't matter who cares like you know um yeah i'm kind of known with that stuff at this point I, yeah. ha- I haven't had a comment like hit me at all in like a while because it's just like you've just right. seen it all you know what i mean like, yeah it's been like a fucking over a, like since the start like I think it was at the beginning when you first have those like those fake music experts that are telling you why. Yeah, like that was the that was like the first time one of them got me. I was like, dude, fucking suck my dick. Like <laughs> like I was he, this dude's writing paragraphs about fucking trap music and like all this stuff and I'm just like, dude, what the hell are you talking about? I'm just here making yeah. fucking YouTube videos. <laughs> exactly people take things like really like seriously uh like when it comes to music and there's this whole like elitist thing of like i don't know it's like i made i mean i just made this beat like as an as an experiment that was in seven eight or whatever with like odd time signatures and i got these these like musicians like you know educated musicians <laughs> that were like finally a trap producer that doesn't just click two notes but he actually uses odd time signatures and it was like dude shut up yeah <laughs> like music is such a thing that's like i don't know like just take it easy just have fun with it you know like everything everything that we do is just we do it because we like it and it's fun it's not a race it's not like a fight it's like kind of the opposite actually yeah it's just like the fun of making it and putting it out there it's whatever though well that that's just like what even makes the like it's good to just have controversy you know what i mean sure in the fucking comments because at the end of the day that person doesn't really care i know like it affects a lot of people but like at the end of the day like it's whatever like you're supposed to have fucking people that are fucking saying oh this dude that beat that kid's beats suck like Kanye just put out a fucking album and it's just like I think Illmind actually tweeted this not to fucking quote Illmind again for the 17th <laughs> time this podcast but like he just tweeted something about like all the comments about Kanye's album were, were either like this album is the worst album I've ever heard or this is the greatest album of all time and it's just like I don't know just like that opinion is just like so good like that's it's almost like that's what you want and at the end of the day every single person that commented either in positive or negative if they see kanye in a fucking coffee shop 
they're going out to him and dude, can I get a picture? You know what I mean? Like, of course. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all good. That's true. That's very true. I never thought about it like that. The last part, like even the, the that because you know why hate. I learned that is because like if you if you reply back to these people in a positive way. They go, nah, man, it's just, it's all good, dude. I've been watching your videos since you fucking started YouTube back in 2006 when you posted those Christian Ronaldo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's like your biggest Number fucking fan is sometimes the yeah. one that's like saying that shit. Nah, bro, right. like you fucking saved my life with this shit. I was just having a bad day. Like, like you realize that it's just mo- most of them are fucking just like harmless. Do do you right. do you edit all your videos? Yeah. Um. Yes, <laughs> I don't know how to develop that further, but yeah, I do. Um, I do think I heard you talking about it in one of the podcasts. I qu- keep co- quoting older podcasts, but whatever. Um, I heard you talk about like how how much of a like perfectionist you are, and I'm kind of the same way. Like, if I imagine having someone that does it for me, uh, first of all, I'm not at that point yet. But even if I was, I don't think I think it would be so many like back and forth and like you gotta fix frame yeah. that number because my face looks weird yeah, and yeah. I don't want that in there like it would be a lot of that so I do edit all my videos and I think I'm gonna keep doing that yeah I think just for me I just think um, it's almost like someone fucking going in and like putting the fucking counter melody on my beat for me like for me like yeah. the videos are almost as part of my craft like I've gotten a lot better at just like not being so controlling like even with the f- music videos and stuff like that like because I'm a videographer so I'm like fuck like I would have done this if I was shooting like you, you can't you have to like let some of that stuff go like I, I have a kid now that like helps me make instant Instagram content but we're not doing a very good job at it so far just because like <laughs> I don't even have much stuff to that I have to even take from um, right. just like posting stuff from the podcast and little clips and stuff like that um, and I've gotten a lot better at just not being a perfectionist just because like no one's ever going to get it the way that you exactly want it you know what I mean so if you're making the decision to like if you're making the decision to like have someone else do something in order for you to have more time to do something else then like that's here you have to like f- fucking confidently make the decision <laughs> <laughs> to free up that time yeah that's true that makes sense and if i had an, i think if i had an editor in the end it'd have to be someone really good obviously but it, they'd have to be like in-house i think like they'd have to be like oh wow you know they'd have to be like working with me every day like I would like yeah like you said like I'm not sending fucking like some of these videos that I film like they're 4k I film in 4k and like it's a like the amount of time it would even take to send all the videos (laughs) you know what I mean it's just just too much like I can't and then most of it it's like footage that just gets thrown away at least for me that's how it is yeah exactly it's like so it's like and I yeah and and like I'm filming so much random shit it's like all right, don't put that in there like like I just film so much stupid shit <laughs> like I would have to like think out my videos so much more and it would even take me it would just it those out those three hours I spent editing I would end up spending two hours or something more like fucking yeah it'd almost spend up end up spending more time fucking worrying about it to be honest so I feel you dude especially because like like you said like I feel like the video part for a lot of producers is just kind of like something that they have to do because we're in 2019, almost 2020. 
but for me it's like it's my baby just almost yeah. as much as the music even though i'm not very good at it like you're really good at making videos i'm still learning but i love it and it's kind of like my baby like when i get a video out that looks good for my standard i'm like really pumped like it just gets me really excited yeah, i'm just trying to figure out a way to like i just want to figure out a way to like really just fucking get to that next level like like fucking simon's videos simon's been popping off like right. he just fucking passed me in, in subscribers and shit and like he did, his, really that's crazy his, his his uh videos um fucking like i think per video like i think most of the time i was averaging the same amount of views as him i fucking maybe not this month but like I'll average like 1.5 to 2 million views a month and like 10,000 subscribers which is crazy every single month. That's like what I've been averaging yeah. since I started YouTube about that. Um, so I think like monthly views were about the same, but like his views per video are like fucking way more than mine for the most part right. within the first couple of weeks, we'll say maybe over time, like mine really catches waves over time. Um, but like sometimes I look at that like, damn, like what the fuck? He's got the, He's got fucking 30,000 views in the first day or like, you know, 40,000 views in the first day. Like his pop off right away, kind of. Um, yeah. But like at the same time, it's just like, dude, fucking Logan Paul's videos get a million views the next day or whatever, you know, like not even Logan <laughs> yeah. Paul because he's like everyone knows who that is, but like bigger YouTubers and stuff like that. Like they're getting hundreds of thousands of views the next couple of days. Like, yeah, like I'm really trying to figure out a way to like not like break out of the niche but just like fucking kind of break into that youtube scene a little bit more but Definitely. but while keeping it the same like that's something i've been thinking about so much is like how do i break into the youtube scene where you can do something like get hundreds of thousands of views every video but like also kind of keep doing what i'm doing and making music and stuff like that and that was like a really big incentive for me to kind of like move forward with the actual music is because like just it, it just makes sense to more people i don't know sure like i feel like if you look at channels that do music like ramzoid and stuff and aries even though they, now they don't really do that but when they were really blowing up um their videos were like because they had the meme factor or whatever yeah. they were like a person that's not even into music like you know, yeah, exactly. somebody that's like, my mom could watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so that's why they have such a wide appeal. But at the same time, for you, I think, and, and for me too, like you want to try to do something that's a little bit different, um, that's more like a vlog and stuff. Yeah, but at the same time, because when you're in like a niche, when you're in like a producer niche, it's just also like, like let's face it, fucking YouTubers with fucking 50,000 we'll say 50,000 YouTubers with 50,000 subscribers that aren't in such a specific niche like this they're not making a living off of it but like right. KBZ at 50,000 subscribers is one of the biggest producers on the fucking internet you know what I'm saying like it's just like oh yeah. he's a popping producer like that's how everyone was at 50,000 subscribers or whatever like and, and any other genre like they're still working their job and it's because because we have because we're our content is us making products. You know what I mean? Like our content is us making fucking shit to sell essentially. So it's like, that's true. I don't know. It's just like such a, you can like make money like so quickly off of it, which is 
that's the good thing about staying in the fucking niche and not trying to go crazy out of it or anything like that as you're always just going to have like fucking people there yeah it's like a smaller pond so you can kind of like really big like the big fish in it if you go and then branch out into you know the wider pool then gets harder yeah it's just something that we're all trying to figure out too because like no one's ever done it before this isn't how fucking this isn't this isn't how fucking zaytoven came up <laughs> you know what i'm saying like <laughs> right like right. this is just this is like fucking and like you can go into the industry i think that's the route that a lot of people are going now like that's what internet money has done that's what like um i guess cash money ap was like tight beats but like that and i guess he did the videos and stuff too but that's what he's done like that's what a lot of the producers do because that's like a, a route that makes sense it's it, to me it's almost like it's almost like if a big youtuber starts doing fucking movies you know it's like yeah exactly but like a lot of fucking youtubers do some fucking independent indie movie and then that's the last you ever see of them and then they kind of neglected their <laughs> youtube channel so now they don't have a career you know that's that's how i look right. at it it's just like i want to be fucking <laughs> fucking i want to be the logan paul fucking producers <laughs> <laughs> let's just go with casey knight yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> <say> casey <laughs> nice that. <laughs> no but i totally feel you and i think that a lot of people see youtube as like a trampoline for something else um but i don't think you do and i definitely don't no um i don't know it's just i really like i really like the internet because of that it's just it's unexpected and it's always growing and just having that thought of like i can always take it a step further is just really it's just really cool and it just keeps you going yeah and never makes you tired like you're like i can always like you can always have a new goal you never like reach the end and that's super cool i mean i guess you can do that in the industry too but it's it's different i don't know i think you can't wake like you can't wake like after this podcast you could film you could think of some idea right film a video for youtube not even we'll say film a tiktok just because it's so much more instant film uh actually fuck tiktok we'll say youtube because youtube <laughs> has if you if a youtube video well you'll see where i'm going with this you could film a video right. edit it tonight or and post it at midnight and you could wake up the next morning with a million views and your life has fucking changed like yeah. you just can't have that and you could do that on tiktok too and have a million views but like I think a million views on YouTube is a lot more impactful. Um, like you could wake up the next day and your life is just fucking changed. And like, you can't do that with an industry thing. You know what I mean? You can't send a beat to an artist. They make a song and then post it the next day. Like it doesn't, it doesn't happen that fast when you take the the route of like going through labels and stuff like that. It's, there's, and it's not, it's not even in your hands. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's, it's, there's like a middleman, you know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a guy in the middle and usually a couple people. <laughs> it's like the, yeah, like the, the artist has to like the beat, middlemen. the label has to like the song, all these other fucking things have to happen. The only thing that has to happen when you post content is like just people have to like it. Because even if you get the industry placement and all that stuff and the artist likes it, the label puts it out, the manager this, that, blah, 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 pub deal this, maybe you're not even getting paid for it, whatever then they put it out like the fans might not even like it so you just did all that stuff and the song doesn't even pop you know right. what i'm saying and not even you didn't even fucking own it anyways because you have a pub deal and the label owns it and then you get paid fucking six years later when you're fucking <laughs> broke and working at fucking dunkin donuts or whatever i don't know but like oh no, yeah and yeah. yeah what were you gonna say i was gonna say and, and nobody 
and still nobody knows who Atalanti is. Like even yeah, after all exactly. that or you whatever. Know, that, you just like you're have still, a bag. You don't have a fucking brand. Yeah, I I do I do really like that, and it's one of the reasons why, like between a uh, quote unquote regular job and like this, it's always it's always gonna be this, because I I just love that the the idea of what you just said, just like. And it applies to like all levels. It applies right now, but it applies for you and it applies for people that have a million subscribers. It's like you always have that like this could like turn into something completely different like overnight. Um, if something happens and it could just get crazier and crazier. And I don't know. I feel like that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I was thinking about I love how you said it wasn't until I left LA to move to Italy, to move back to Italy that <laughs> things started happening for me. <laughs> That's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's like the perfect, Dude, I'm like most back. perfect. It wasn't until I left Hollywood in LA and moved back to the middle of nowhere in Italy and when things started happening for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know That's what's like the so craziest perfect. shit? The craziest shit is that the the reason I think why I started even getting my first followers on Instagram is because I had the landscape, like the Italian yeah. countryside that I do on Instagram. Like that's the thing that attracted the people to even start listening to the music. So it's really crazy that like moving away from everything. What's the weather actually, like there? Like what's the, cause my whole family's like from right Ireland. Um, my, both my parents are actually born there. I don't know if you knew that. Oh shit. Like direct, like they actually were, yeah, like I'm like the, fir the first generation. Like I was the first person born here type of thing. One of the first people That's in dope. my family. Didn't know that. Yeah, my whole, like everyone is in Ireland. So I've been there a few times. So I kind of know that type of weather. But like what's Italy like? Um, The seasons are very, especially. You <laughs> Celsius, don't you? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, I think right now it's like. 12 degrees yeah. Celsius. I can't relate. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, know what the know. fuck that means. <laughs> <laughs> it um, Fahrenheit. But let me check. It's all foggy and rainy and awful. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, it looks pretty sunny. I want to go to Italy someday. <laughs> it's all right. It's a great place to visit and it's the worst place to live. Really? Why? Um, just everything is fucked. Um, <laughs> like, like just, just government wise. Yeah. Uh, Texas, like everything well, is horrible. That's what they say here too, though. Everyone thinks the fucking Donald Trump's gonna kill everyone. Yeah, because they haven't lived here, though. Yeah. Um, I lived in both countries, and I can tell you that this place is bad <laughs> <laughs> uh, compared to what you guys are like. The things that you guys are like, yeah. oh, that was really bad, and something that Trump said or whatever. Yeah. Here, it's like, it's nothing. It's like the cl he's like the classiest person in the world compared to wow the the people that we have out here no it's crazy so to visit is amazing because there's you know good food and good sort of weather and like pretty yeah. places and whatnot but to live it's not really the best let's just say that i don't like shitting on my own country but <laughs> it's kind of true <laughs> when do you when do you see yourself like moving out somewhere else like la or uh, like anywhere else um, I'm not sure. Like I've been talking with my wife about it a lot because she, she, she moved with well, you to freaking Italy. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause she, yeah, she just like, I'm going to follow you to the end of the world. <laughs> but then we, we got here, like we've been here for two and a half years and it's like, neither of us like it, but at least for me, it's kind of like, I know how to move around. She's still learning Italian. She's still like trying to be able to like be independent, you know, out here and just like different language, different everything. Um, so it's extra hard for her. Um, so we have been talking about it a lot, but we don't really have a, 
defined plan, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it would be LA. I think it would be maybe still California, but I don't know. I don't really want to go back to the two grand a month, one no, bedroom apartment life. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck living in any, any kind of city. Honestly, if you're doing stuff online, there's no point. You should just right. move wherever you want to live. <laughs> like I could <laughs> yeah, see dude. myself living fucking in like Utah or something like that. Or like fucking Colorado or, or like, I don't even know. Or Italy. <laughs> nah, probably not Italy. <laughs> but like, just like in the middle of freaking like nowhere, which is a nice ass like house and like a, fucking going outside every day to get my eggs from my chickens in the backyard <laughs> like literally every morning going for a run when i wake up getting eggs from the chickens in the backyard freaking taking my dog for a walk making music making fucking videos and all that shit um that sounds awesome <laughs> what uh I, I'm, t- I'm totally anti-social so i love it yeah as as are most producers actually which is funny yeah but um i'm not anti-social i just enjoy being my own environment you know what i mean i just like yeah that's I what like i meant to fucking yeah um what advice would you give for someone that is starting off today they're posting their beats they're getting 16 views they're they they want to make content for youtube instagram tiktok uh whatever like what advice would you give to them just like starting off um difficult it question would be, well, I've asked pretty much everyone on this podcast and right here in the answer yeah everybody's got a different different version of it uh, mine would definitely be first of all just start doing it right now and accept the fact that um you're not immediately good at it and you are you're not immediately going to see results like be humble with it and just start doing it because by doing it you're going to get better yeah and by just focusing on like making the content um, it's going to eventually attract people because you will get better and you'll understand, you know, the mechanisms of like the different platforms and all that. So just start doing it like right now and just do it as much as possible. Like, um, when people ask me how to grow on any social medias, I always tell them like post cool shit and post it often and just focus on that. Like, don't think about anything else. Um, and then, yeah, as far as like the platforms, I wouldn't say like do everything at once because you're gonna like get confused. Yeah. But pick the one that resonates the most with you. Uh, if it's Instagram, YouTube, whatever type of person you are, and just go hard on it for like six months. Like do nothing else. What do you think it was that got you through like those times where it was you're just like hitting a fucking brick wall? Because I feel like that's what stops a lot of people. Like even for me right now, like I'm constantly trying to just do the next fucking thing you know what i mean like i'm just constantly trying to like upgrade and like how can i fucking do this better how can i get my podcast out there how can i you know what i'm saying I'm just, you're just constantly right. trying to fucking get more get more numbers get a get like whatever just get better and bigger and uh like what do you think it was that got you through those like times where it's just like you're just hitting a brick wall and there's like there's nothing on the other side and you don't know where the fuck to go because <laughs> that's what stops a lot <laughs> of fucking people definitely i mean for me it's always been like the obsession yeah uh, and i've already gone through it with drums i've already gone through it with so many things um so i know that if you keep following the obsession and you just put your head down and just like push 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 eventually that wall is going to break a little bit at least and then you can kind of like make your way through it a little bit at a time um, so it, w- it kind of came from experience. I went through it so many times where I started and then I abandoned it cause it wasn't working. Um, and yeah, I just, 
I get obsessed with stuff and this is my newest obsession and I if I don't do it I get anxiety I freak out and I feel like just horrible so I just let that drive me like you know I turn it into something like hopefully healthy and not awful and I just let that drive me mm. and just I just can't do anything else and I just keep pushing yeah head down and just go um, that's like one of the best fucking traits in my opinion like of being successful is just like that's like one of my traits that have helped me out it's just like not stopping <laughs> right it's like tomorrow right. i wake up and i'm just gonna continue exactly. moving on like tomorrow i wake up and i'm just gonna keep trying because like there's nothing else you can really do and it's all, all in your hands exactly and it's like it's the it's the longevity game of just like i feel like social medias are like the people that do it for the longest they're the ones that ultimately end up succeeding at it yeah. um because there's a long period of time where you just put in so much work and nothing <laughs> yeah, dude. like like it, it can for some people there they get lucky and that period is pretty short but i feel like for most but it people won't it's last like years. if you get lucky yeah. it's not gonna last because you're not gonna have yeah. that you're not gonna have that work ethic built up you know what i mean like, right like someone who has been putting out fucking videos for six years and they all got horrible amount of views right but they're still doing it yeah yeah dude you gotta be ready to it's put like in gami that, like that you were saying about gami fucking he yeah he blew up in a week but like he was putting out videos for a year before that and like i'm always watching people so i was watching some of his videos because i knew he had like a type b thing so i knew he was like making a living off of like beats and stuff like that and he was just dudes putting out videos and they're getting like 500 views, you know, just like him right. having fun making beats. And like, I don't know, it's a dangerous combo when you have someone that just like continues to just like keep innovating and pushing. <laughs> yeah. Because like then they're unstoppable. They, yeah. And they keep getting better and better because they've been doing it for so long. So their videos are clean. Everything just gets cleaner and cleaner. And then eventually something happens <laughs> crazy <laughs> but all right dude fucking where can people go follow you if they don't follow you already um it's pretty much ed talenti anywhere youtube.com slash ed talenti instagram.com slash ed talenti ed talenti.com uh anything just add ed talenti at the end and you'll find me hopefully that's good dude well it's been a, it's been a pleasure thank you for coming on the kyle Beats podcast me, this went by actually way faster I want to do audio versions a lot more because the video ones take forever and I'll probably have this out by fucking tomorrow, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah, just listen to it sometime when I'm not doing anything. Just listen to it and make sure it's good. And fucking bing, bang, boom. Bong, thank you for coming on the Kyle Beast Podcast. And let's get it. <laughs> Peace out. Oh, dude, thank you so much for having me. Bye. Peace. <laughs> All right that's the episode that's it i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you guys liked it uh like i said it was a good episode i just listened to it as well myself and it uh it was a good one so with that being said put this on your instagram story tweet this at me let me know if you're listening to it let me know if you like it let me know if you enjoy it because you know the apple uh analytics are pretty brutal so i don't even know how many people are listening <laughs> uh, but yeah I'm going to hit up as many people as I possibly can to get out an audio or video version 
by this time next week. So if you enjoyed it, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Anyways, until the next one, see you later. Peace.